Alrighty, well, welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Enjoy. Yeah. We are crossing the multiverse, but still remaining respective Jedi Masters of nerddom and fandoms. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, who whose first episode this one may be, I am Jedi Master Chris, and I am joined by my infallible council member, Jedi Master Dante. Hello, today hello. Going to be doing, today we are going to be doing a quick recap on Loki Season 1, as well as talking about uh, Episode 1 of Season 2, yes. of, which premiered this week. And we will be going forward incrementally reviewing each episode as it comes out now that we're actually caught up with things this fall <laughs> so without further ado i think we should just jump right into it um would you like to go through your recap of season one and some why, thoughts? Why, yes i would i i actually have some things written down here can you believe that R ruffles the newspaper and stretches it out and <laughs> Season one of Loki follows the 2012 version of the character, that's very important, who escapes with the Tesseract and is captured by the Time Variance Authority. He teams up with TVA agent Mobius to stop a female variant of himself, Sylvie, who wants to overthrow the TVA and its mysterious timekeepers. They face various challenges, including a doomed planet and undercover the TVA's true nature. In the season finale, they confront He Who Remains the true mastermind behind the TVA, leading to a multiverse-altering choice. The season ends with a cliffhanger, which set up season two. There you have it. <laughs> Wonderful. And this is where Marvel also gets a little crazy because it played into Ant-Man Quantumania mm -hmm. as well. Right. That's why we were introduced to Kang, who is a variant of He Who Remains. Yes, yes. So, what did what did you expect going into Loki? Because I thought it was going to be a fucking joke. <laughs> well, kind of like kind of like we talked about before. There there were no real expectations. I think so. This was this was of course, and oh gosh, I hate to say it because uh, I'm not a big fan of the whole phase stuff, but mm -hmm. this was one of the projects at the beginning of phase four. This is when, when Marvel finished out the um, Infinity Saga and they had, um, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank, the movie before this came out. Black Widow. Black Widow came out. Then, of course, there was um, Scarlet Witch. Or WandaVision, I should say. This is me miming. This is just Spider-Man. Well, Wanda, Wanda's powers, because she always does this, like, <laughs> thing where, like trying to be Spider-Man, but, like, more whimsical type of thing with her powers. And Perfect. for those of you not watching the video, I was taking a sip of my water, not able to talk, and trying to mime Elizabeth Olsen using her chaos magic powers and just failing aggressively i think it was fantastic quite <laughs> but this project was at the beginning of phase four and again it was something that hey what are they going to do how are they going to do it and i like that we we had already we saw the demise loki we had already saw him in the in the avenger movies we saw him in the thor movie so we saw we had a lot to go with on that particular character Yes. But this one being the variant, it was interesting to see where they would go because essentially this wouldn't be the same character that we quote unquote grew up with. This would be the character from the very first Avengers film. Where would he go from that? That's back when he was still an asshole. So yeah. is he going to continue to be an asshole? Is it going to change? How's it going to be? And, um, after we went through that first season, it it was good to see the the growth and how different he became not only from 
from being that asshole, but also different from the character that we saw go through the other films. And it was interesting to see kind of now going back to where he is in the timeline and then seeing him play through into Infinity War, Mm -hmm. where you almost get that, like, when did he become not an asshole? Um, and I mean, in in Loki, you can see it when he watches his life literally flash before his eyes in the videos, right? Um, and you you see him, his mother die, and um, then his death in Infinity War. You hear that of Thanos <laughs> snapping his neck. Yeah, uh, the other snap. And all, yeah, the the <laughs> other snap. Um, and it's it's interesting to see how that changes the entire dynamic of the character Mm. because mobius is like you're not this important you're not some magical god of everything right let me put it in perspective for you and there was that scene where he saw the infinity stones in the drawer Yeah. yeah some of the agents collect these as paperweights it's like we just watched Thanos obliterate everything. <laughs> so it, it was really cool to like see that evolution of the character while the audience was coming off of Infinity War. Both right. being like, what the hell are we dealing with right now? <laughs> yes, his magic didn't work down there. In fact, no one's magic worked down there, you know. Uh, so it was just a, it was a nice change from everything that we've known so far yes yes i so watching that i definitely get developed a new appreciation for the character especially by the end when they brought in president loki and kid loki and hugh grant loki and (laughs) croaky crocodile loki yeah all the variants i that that was that was really cool to see, and then heading out into, I want to say the world between worlds, but that's not, not right. No. Um, the void, the the haunted mansion void thing. Yeah. Um, where he who, who remains is, and seeing the dynamic between him and Sylvie as well, who's also him, but not him, but kind of him, but her, but them. Um, and that was actually the best way to explain it right there because <laughs> yeah. everything and nothing all at once everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> yes yes um and then bringing in and seeing that and i think they did a really good job casting he who remains mm-hmm. before everyone starts blowing up my dms before we rip my dms He's not a good person right now. The whole, you know, beating his partner and everything, like not a fan of that. But he did objectively do a good job in the role. Yes. I'm glad that Disney got rid of him and still don't know what's going on replacing that role. But I'm not 100% sure they did get rid of him. I think it's still. Oh, it's still up in the air. Um, that's not what this podcast is about. We'll have to talk offline about that. I don't, yeah. but I don't think they they've gotten rid of it. It's, uh, it's not a brand announcement will come out. I'm sure we'll touch on that in oh, absolutely. an episode because sure. sure. I think we can't not. But anywho, um, I, I think that relationship to introduce Kang was really cool in that we were all expecting Kang the Conqueror and we ended up getting almost this benevolent variant of Kang, which I wasn't expecting at all, which was a cool twist on it and a cool way to then re-demonize Loki Mm -hmm. almost to then lead into season two where we are now. Right. And that's that's what just released uh, this week, and season two, episode one, Ouroboros is the name of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like Obi. 
Obi, yeah. Obi. So we started, we picked right back up where season one ended. Yeah. And one thing I can say about this show again is that it is it is filmed beautifully. Uh, the, the the conversation, the way it's put together, the lighting, uh, costumes. Um, they did some funky things with quick camera whip pans mm-hmm. for for comedic effect. Uh, there was one shot where they were on the elevator, and you think it's just uh, you think yeah. it's Loki, <laughs> Mobius, <laughs> and then it, then it whips over to a, a third person in the elevator. Um, so I like I like the the style aesthetic choices that they that they are choosing for this season. Absolutely, yeah, I think that was really good. One thing I thought was really cool was what we saw in the trailers was really only from episode one. If you look back, we only saw clips from episode one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the rest of it's gonna be? Yeah, I back- threw in just a few uh, clips of. Uh, was his name's going to be Victor Timely this time? The variant of, of yeah, Ken. like eighteen seventies variant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 that we even saw that kind of at the end of of uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's it's going to be interesting to see where we go. You know, this season it's it's only uh, six episodes, They're a little little bit shorter shorter of a season, but um. If judging if all this if all the episodes are like last night's, which was around forty five minute mark, uh, and it even gave us an extra credit scene, yes, which was a, a nice little surprise there at the end. That um, we'll we'll, we'll be thoroughly in, in, enjoyed and, and and happy with this season. I think. I'm excited to see one of the biggest things I'm excited for is to explore more of the Marvel Universe from almost an outside looking in. And I think this whole multiverse saga will lend itself to that because they can really, I think, test the waters with the fans to see what they want and then do some fan service with universe XYZ 23459B. Right. Timelines. That didn't work. Sure, why not? We never have to visit that timeline again. But there mm-hmm. were stuff like Wolverine and Deadpool next year. Um, oh. But yeah, I, I really liked how this picked up exactly where season one left off, where the running through the hallway and everything and mm-hmm. all that stuff. New characters being introduced, old favorites coming back, like that guy who was the almost like a secretary. And yeah, who had the line of, oh, here's Infinity Stones. Oh, people use those from all over the place. And I loved how people were like re- reviewers and the YouTubers were like, well, there's three time stones, a soul stone, two power stones. And they're analyzing that. And it's <laughs> now we're never going to talk about those again because right. they're just so insignificant. I think that was a little like third or breaking the fourth wall. Mm hmm type of thing that uh marvel did which was genius right right there's no need to go back to there's no need to think about how did captain rogers return all the stones and blah 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 there's no need to even get into all that yeah one thing that i liked about the episode was how loki was doing his time shifting or phasing or what have you and the way he was able to affect the present his present timeline by doing things in the past and how it was yeah. branching back and forth. So it was a lot, it, 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 it kept you thinking, it kept you engaged and to see, okay, well, what's going to happen now? Because he did this, but it wasn't like that now, but now it is because he- He saw it, I was like, oh, I don't have one of those. Oh, wait, I do, here it is. Yeah, yeah, so that was, that was really good. Really? I also like how, um, when he was again shifting through time, and oh, did we mention this was going to be spoilers? Spoiler alert! <laughs> when he was shifting through time, 
while affecting things. And then, you know, you had that that opportunity when he got to the elevator and the door was opening and it was Sylvie right before he got pruned out of existence. Very interesting dynamic going on there because it almost kind of, you kind of get the feeling that since the title of the episode was the Ouroboros, which is the snake that eats the tail, keeps going around. You kind of wonder if this first episode is going to tie into the last episode. Yes. Beginning of the season, tying into the end of the season. So what we saw can kind of sort of be back and forth. That Especially works. since time does not really exist or work the same way in down in TBA. Wibbly wobbly, tiny wimey stuff. And I wonder I wonder if this the next few episodes are going to be Sylvie's story leading up to when she pries open the elevator. Yeah. And finds him. Yeah. A lot of good things they can do with that. Definitely, definitely. And I I really liked how they even brought back um like the robot heads. Like, well, yeah. what are we gonna do? It's just the robot head sitting on the table. <laughs> yeah. We have a problem. <laughs> um, and it was it's it's still interesting to see and I'm I'm curious kind of why they used Loki for this. Um, like, I don't know who else I would have used for like this overall plot for the multiverse. It was an interesting choice picking up a movie villain to then make the heart of the story like this. Cause it's not usually what, I mean, it, it hasn't really been done before in the MCU, right? Where the villain is the center of the plot. Well, some people say that Thanos was the center of the plot for uh, Infinity War. So uh, we can kind of see that. Why why Loki? I think if, if we go back and look at all the characters that have been introduced in the, in the MCU over the years since it started, what, what are we looking at now, 15 years ago? Yeah. I I think the, the most logical sense would be for it to be Loki, uh, a trickster, magic, you know, um, someone that not necessarily human. He's Asgardian, or I'm sorry, he's a frost giant. Giant, yes. Uh, Lodenheim or whatever. Um, so it would make it would make sense for it to be someone that ilk as opposed to uh, someone who's more traditionally a human or a uh, someone from Earth, or versus making the main character Mobius and making it more of a detective show. Well, well, no, not not you got me thinking. Versus stringing in someone from like ye olde time Marvel. Because at the at the end of this, is are they just going to drop Loki back in so his neck can be snapped by Thanos? Well, like, no, because that that already happened, and that is the that is the main timeline. I think what happens now is, as we know, or as we kind of theorize and summarize, if if Kang is going to be the big bad of this next iteration of. Avengers, the next iteration of the MCU. Well, dare I say it, phase six, phase five, phase six, then if you bring Loki over with that, then he he can be almost not not necessarily a leader, but he can be a a uh, he can be a help to to our heroes as as we go forward. Yeah. So what what did I prompt with thinking mentioning Mobius in a detective story? <laughs> that so 
if 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 Marvel wanted to, they could do a they could do a TVA series where you just have Mobius, you just have the hunters and the judges, and they go out and clean up timelines. They go out and find variants and clean up timelines. You could get your all your fan casted other heroes. Yep. Cameos and you have your, you know, your your crime, no, well, not crime, but you'll have your uh, uh, character of the week that he has to go out find yeah, bring to justice. I'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah, why not? I I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. Um, with with the rest of this episode, though, where I mean, we we kind of know what the overall plot is going to be, but what were some things that kind of stuck out in terms of setting the tone for the season for you? Well, again, I, the I'm a big nerd for camera work and and visuals and and things like that. So I think that's going to set a real good tone for the season. I think if we look at if we look at the the post credit scene with Sylvia going to the McDonald's and she just wants everything because yeah. that's something that she never had because she was taken when she was a child and had to grow up on the run. Mm-hmm. You know, going from apocalypse to apocalypse. apocalypse to apocalypse, just on the run from the TVA for all those years. And then she finally got to the point where she met up with the person who put the TVA together, the person who made it so she had to do all that running, straight smirks them, pow! Now the whole timeline is fucked up. I don't care. And it's almost like she did a Thanos. Now I can rest. And just like Thanos, the first thing he did was go and get something to eat. That's what she did. Went and get something to eat. And so I'm looking forward to see. Well, now Loki's got to go and meet up with her and explain, hey, listen, you kind of fucked up there. <laughs> fucked up, A.A. Ron. Yeah. And, and, you know, he who remains told you what the problem was going to be, but you did it anyway, so now, the whole thing that He Who Remains was saying was that the two of them could run the TBA together, to keep the timeline secure, run it together. Well, now she's released Holy Hell, which we saw at the end of um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, when all the variants were coming and hanging out and screaming in their little arena that this multiversal war is coming. So now she got to help out with it. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when they meet up, where do they go from here? Yeah. I think one thing that I... I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of fixated on what you said earlier where maybe this is the last season or the parts of one one point of view of the last episode where depending on how this is going Sylvie wasn't looking too hot (laughs) necessarily when she was opening those elevator doors so I'm wondering if the TVA is collapsing or if the Kangs are finally breaking through? I think at this point, it could be pretty much anything. Both. Both and, right? Yeah, both and, yeah. <laughs> and dot, 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 dot. <laughs> and that's, again, that's that's good. That's good TV. That's good. That's good filmmaking. That is 
leaving options open, not giving too much information off the top, making it so people stay interested. And we'll definitely be back next Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern. And that was that was one big thing that you 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 keep mentioning in our offline chats where it's too much information is getting out. Yes. And I think they've done a pretty good job with this of keeping it more under wraps. There haven't been too many leaked images. There haven't been leaked plots from what I've seen. There I think there was that like leaked trailer from D23. Yeah, I don't even think I saw that. But it's been it's it's been kept under pretty tight under a pretty tight leash, which I think is only helping. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because one one of the only the only thing that I, I heard about this show is that it's the only Marvel series that did not have to undergo any reshoots. So the story that they wanted to tell is the story that they found is the story that we'll see, which is huge. Because we've seen in the past, unfortunately, you know, again, too much information gets out there, so it kind of gets in your head, that a lot of the shows had to undergo some reshoots at me. Mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier being one of the main examples there was a lot you could tell from that that was just reworked and flipped and bounced around which made the show not as appealing as it probably could have but then again we'll also never know because we don't know what was cut we we don't know what didn't make the cutting room floor right right um so so it's good to hear that hey this is this is the show we wrote this is the show we filmed this is the show you'll see that's that's good to know. Um, but other than that, no, there hasn't been a lot of, uh, you know, leaks and spoilers and uh, just random information. Leaks and spoilers being put out into the atmosphere. I could go all day on how ridiculous that is. Um, because it goes, it, it can go, it can go both ways. So, if it's something that you love and it's really great, well, now you fucking spoiled it for yourself. Yeah. And and now, do you, how much are you really enjoying it as you already know what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, by the same token, if it's something that you think you don't like, well, now you've already sullied your opinion yes. before you've even gone into seeing what is presented to you. Um, and that's that's an unfortunate thing that a lot of our YouTube friends end up getting to the the big thing that I'm seeing across the YouTube sphere is Marvel has put out so much content so fast, and we're starting. And are we? The question is arising. Are we starting to see John Favreau and oh my god, I can't remember his name. Filoni? What? Filoni? Not Filoni. You're talking about Marvel or Star Wars now? Marvel. Why the hell can't Oh, Feige? Yes. (laughs) Oh my god. Wow. What's Uh, the matter with you? A lot. (laughs) this is not a mental health podcast we won't go down that road um but we're like our feige and favreau almost starting to spread themselves a little too thin with trying to put out all of this content well well favreau's not marvel he doesn't he doesn't do marvel that much anymore well he's starting to pull away yes no, he's he's with Star he's with Star Wars. He's fully Star Wars now? Yeah. When did that happen? Why how did I miss that? <laughs> I think once he got out of doing the what did he do? The second Iron Man? Once once he just became um happy. Happy, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was producing or any of that other stuff anymore. 
So then that that even off. This is so, me. so the whole thing was it was always Feige was always the the end all. This is all. I was gonna say this is me digging myself out of this hole I just dug myself yeah. into. Ah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, that's why it's a tag team. <laughs> but then is so it is Feige doing too much and trying to manage too many different strands of all of these projects, and we're starting to essentially see the multiverse split into too many frays that we're seeing quality drops. So so here here's my here's my opinion on it. Uh, and again, this goes back to just getting way too much information put out there. Uh, as we know, all this, all the the end of the end of the we'll just call it the Infinity Saga phase yeah. three was happening right around the time that Disney Plus was beginning in its infancy. You have Disney Plus. Your your top two IP. Are going to be mar under that you own are going to be Marvel and Star Wars. So why not put that content on Disney Plus? So that's when they got into announcing the shows. When they initially announced all of the shows, the whole thing that they were saying was it's going to be like a six-hour movie, or it's going to be like an eight-hour movie. That kind of quality, that kind of writing, that. That money we're investing into it is all going to be is all going to be what you see on TV. The same time they were filming these shows and going through it, world gets hit with a pandemic. Things had to change. Schedules got all flipped up. They changed some of the uh, some of the plot and and had to just re redo things and switch things around and change things. Also, at the same time, is when there became the rise of the hatred, the rise of the clickbait, the rise of let's just talk shit on everything. So it's easy to say, well, you know, the first, the first uh, uh, three phases took twelve years to do, and they put out I think it was something like I don't know uh, 15 movies 18 movies something like that but then over these last 18 months they put out 22 pieces of content that's too much it's too much well sure you say it's too much because you quote unquote don't like it or it has a lot of things that you find fault with Whereas if we flipped that a little bit and you loved every piece of content, no one would ever say it's too much. No one would ever say Foggy's getting spread too thin. No one would ever say this is the worst piece of crap that I've ever seen. No, no one would say that the, the CGI is terrible now, which all of a sudden now everybody's got bad CGI, which, you know, we've, we've gone for years with great CGI, but now all of a sudden it's just super bad. One of the other issues, super big issue, that started out as something great that is now becoming something that uh, a lot of people are mad at Disney for, the volume. Now, when Mandalorian season one came out, and he'd be like, hey, look, look at this brand new technology that Disney came up with. The Thunderdome. To film this show. And it's all done in one place. They have these big LED screens. It's beautiful. Everything is great. Now, so so just a few short years later, I think four, I think it started in 2019. So four years later, that's the worst thing. Wow, oh, you can tell it's done in the volume because everybody's standing so close and you can't really tell depth. That you, what, yeah. what, what, you're just nipping it, you know? So I think that is one of the issues. You don't know, and I, I don't mean you, Chris, I mean, yes. one, one does not know 
<laughs> what's in Kevin Feige's heart? What's what, what's in his mind? No one knows. Just relax and let it happen. We're still we're still complaining about looking for the 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 cast of Fantastic Four. Why? The writer, the 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 actors are on strike right now. They're not filming that movie. The writers just got off a strike. Maybe they're writing the movie now. Who knows? Probably not. Just relax and let it happen. Shut up and enjoy. Shut up and enjoy. Imagine that. <laughs> but no, saying all that to say no, I don't think it's man spread through too thin. What what do you think of the amount of content being put out? Because this is going to roll right into the Marvels in November. Mm -hmm. What do I think about the amount of content? It's I think it's it's fine again because it's content it's content that I shut up and enjoy one, and I'd much rather have more content than less. Because, again, if we're talking about the strikes and so forth, is there anything else in the can after the Marvels? They've been pushing everything back. There was also, there was talk that they were even thinking about pushing the Marvels back again. So, it comes out in a month. Tickets go on sale Tuesday morning, by the way, just so you know. Uh, so it comes out in about a month, and then I don't think there's anything on the docket after that. I don't think they have anything in the can that is, Spring hey, this, what's that? Spring release? I don't think they have one. Anything done? We can use our Google fingers and try to figure it out, but I don't, I can't recall anything. I think that the the next thing that that was big, that was actually filming, was the Captain America four, and that had to stop once they went on strike. Thunderbolts. I don't. That's not. It's not filming. Ironheart got pushed back. Oh, you know what? There is. Um, there is something. Um, Echo. Yeah. Echo is coming out, I think, in January or something. Echo 2024. Yep. Ironheart was going to be the fall of next year. Agatha. Agatha is coming out to late next year. Right. So again, if we're looking at that, so Echo is going to be released in January. And they're, that, this is when they're, they're trying a new thing where they're going to release all the episodes at one time. Mm -hmm. Now, when that was announced, a lot of the haters and naysayers, people who didn't want to see an Echo series in the first place, were saying that the only reason why they're releasing them all at one time is because the series sucks, it really sucks, it's so bad. So now they're going to have to try and validate what they said months ago and make it suck no matter what happens. Yeah. As opposed to if you really feel that way, again, if you really feel that way, you can probably just not watch it. You can, you can probably just not make 20 YouTube videos on it. But also what I'm, what I'm wondering with these people and we we can we can see the potential and it already rising in Loki where they're staying true to the theme of the first. This was very much the same as the first season in terms of writing, cinematography, and overall tone. The tone, mm -hmm. of which I really really liked. Turns out I did like it, <laughs> um, but. What I'm what I'm wondering is if like if they go darker almost, how how much can they stray and deviate and what's that threshold with the oh I loved it, now do I have to love it? Or 
this the same logic of I hated it six months ago. I have to still hate it now. I loved it six months ago. Do I have to still love it or can I hate it? Well. Because it, it almost seems like it's easier to get on the bandwagon of hating something. Oh, yeah. Than it is liking something. Definitely. The negative things tend to outscream positive things. It tends to be louder. It tends to be validation. It tends to be basically a, like a club thing. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, we can, let's all band together and hate this thing. Um, when it When it's just as easy to ignore that thing that you supposedly hate, you know? Um, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right. Kind of learned that in the third grade, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but bringing it back to, bringing it back to, to Loki, you know, I don't, I think this was one of the, the series that was pretty universally liked, universally loved. Um, is this the only one that's gotten a season two of the series? Yes. But I think that was always the plan because it had to, yeah. it had to link things. Yeah. Um, I think there was a plan for a uh, vision quest, which was what which would have been an essentially a season two of WandaVision. Uh just yeah with white vision but i think that has also been canceled or not not going to series yeah um, and that's fine <laughs> that that's fine that's fine what yeah, it's um but yeah so you know it's it's good to see if if we're talking about just just content. I'm always a fan of more content than less. I mean, for the simple fact that I mean we fucking pay for Disney Plus and they keep raising the prices every other month. So give me something, yeah, on that <laughs> that justifies me paying for it. You know, yes, that's a big motivator too. Yeah, the. The the other I think I think a, a bigger issue that the Marvel shows have are the comparison to the Netflix Marvel shows. Mm, because, Daredevil, Jessica Jones. Yeah. Those were dark and grimy and great, great series that none of the Disney Plus uh, originals. Is Disney afraid to. to go that dark? Are they afraid? I think that's just that's not their that's not their quote unquote thing. So they just don't do it. Um, I mean, even when even you know. We're talking about Star Wars and stuff like that. Even when someone gets a limb chopped off, you 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 know you'll see an arm fall on the ground and there's no blood splatter. There's there's nothing. So that's just their thing. Um, I think they did bring the Netflix shows over to Disney Plus so they can be seen, but I don't know. It's just that's just not what they do. So when you sit back and you compare those, I think that is their biggest. I think they fight that more than anything else. Anything that they can do, I think they they fight that. And then if if we're being if we're being totally honest, we can say it's too much content in the number of shows. 
but not necessarily in the number of episodes because their their average show, their average show is only six episodes. Yes. Whereas the Netflix shows were ten apiece, twelve. You know, so if you do if you do the math on that, then it, it would end up being it would end up essentially y'all being the same. There were there were three seasons of Daredevil, three of Jessica Jones, I believe, two of Luke Cage, two of Iron Fist, and then one of them all together. Yeah. Yeah. So or maybe Iron Fist was just one episode, one season, but either way, if you do the math on all those, <laughs> and then the math, you know what? That's our that's our next. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna figure that out for you. Marvel um, math. That, we're gonna do that math, and 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 figure out how many episodes of the Netflix. Oh, I didn't even bring up um, Punisher. Oh yeah, Punisher had two seasons. Yeah. So yeah. So no, I don't think there. I don't think there's too much content. I think there's too much people thinking about the content. Uh, now think 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 about that. So that was how many series did I just name? Five. At least. So five series. That's got to be close to a hundred episodes of. Of programming, and that was over a relatively short period of time. Yeah, no. The only seen. reason, truth be told, the only reason why I got Netflix was because of Daredevil, and I didn't have it before. I think I think a friend of mine watched the first season of Daredevil, and he was like, "Hey, bro, you gotta get this gotta Netflix. Look at it. You gotta get this Netflix." Okay, hallway, hallway scenes—they're the best. So, yeah, definitely not not too much content. Especially if we if we if we get six more episodes of, or five more episodes of of what we saw last night, and they're all uh, beautifully shot, good, well acted, and good uh, uh, dialogue and writing. Then you know if we get four more series that same way. Yep. Or 10 more series that same way. It's not going to be too much content. It's going to be, oh, this is so great. Yeah. When's the next one coming? Where we got a great performance from Owen Wilson, knowing who Loki was and not knowing who Loki was. Yes. Um, Tom Hiddleston, again, knocked it out of the park once again. He's, I still love that he auditioned for Thor. Yes. That's right. Um, but I mean, he's he's the perfect Loki. He really is. Yes. Um, he does the intellect. He does the mischievous, but he still has a little bit of a bounce in his step. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sylvie, fantastic. Hunter B-15, love her. Yes. Love her. <laughs> but I love how the episode ends where everyone else is like running through the time door and you're just like... All of this for one variant. Where, this the, where the hell are they going? Like, yeah. it was that that I thought was interesting and a bit of more of like a dark tone. Mm-hmm. Like they're really pulling out all the stops for this one move. Very very interesting to see where it goes here. Yes. Yes. Do we have any final thoughts on episode one of Loki? Um, anything on the acting, new actors, new characters? How Obi. Obi, Ouroboros. I, I think I think if we sit back and, and, and look at him, I won't even try. Kiwi Kwan? Kiwi Kwan? Yeah. I guess how we pronounce his name. Please forgive me if I'm not saying it right, but I remember him from the Goonies when I was a little guy too. So it's kind of like we all growed up. Yeah. <laughs> and to see he still got the same voice, same yeah. mannerisms, same everything. 
and it's good to see. And I actually just saw uh, everything everywhere all at once on a flight uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, so to see him in that, which he won the award for, and now to see him uh, coming to the show, I think he's going to be a really, really great addition to the show. Yeah, uh, some comic relief, and also it'll be a little bit of exposition. Yes. Yes, I, I'm very excited. I think that was a great casting. That was one of those castings where when it was announced, it was yes. Mm -hmm. Done. Perfect. Done deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas even even Owen Wilson, I was like, weird flex, but okay. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So out of the six that are out there, how many Infinity Stones do you give this and yes i'm going to find a new rating scale for each different genre that we're doing i like it i like it i'm going to give this uh six i'm going to give this a six all six infinity all stones. you have completed infinity. your gauntlet right up the top right up there the top. go <laughs> um i will say this one was five and a half um I will say five and a half is probably because my brain is still fixated on the end of Ahsoka that also happened this week. Gotcha. And I haven't fully made the transition in my brain from the Force to Avengers and MCU. Gotcha. Um, but I'm definitely going to rewatch this episode this weekend. That five and a half will probably go up to a six. And after next week, I will be fully back in the MCU and probably restart watching everything, everywhere. Let's do it. So, alrighty, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in with us on another crazy wackadoo episode of <laughs> Shut Up and Enjoy. Uh, hope you weren't yelling at your phones at us and you were humbly silent and enjoying. I hope you enjoyed it, yes. No Absolutely. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, we will be back next week for episode two of Loki. Um, but until then, as always, may the force be with you. And oh. yeah, and with your spirits. <laughs>